them are more than pals. Our show can be a little gay, but if you're not, that's okay. You can listen and have fun either way. Xenostar Wars, Doctor Who, guests and music and reviews. Game of Thrones, why Nona too? We promise there's something for you. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. How do you do? <laughs> and I'm Tara. <laughs> On today's episode, we've got some nerd news. We're talking about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. And we're going to talk about Let It Snow, which is the movie we watched for our holiday film festival this week. Uh, but first, I'd like to say Happy Hanukkah to our friends in the Jewish community who are celebrating Hanukkah this week. Ah, enjoy Happy Hanukkah, Happy well, Hanukkah, and that's it. But okay. now, <laughs> yes, <laughs> a wonderful some, greeting <laughs> indeed. It was heartwarming, right? <laughs> how about some mail? You guys want to read some mail? Ooh, yeah, Tara, how's Get that mail? Sack. How's that sack let's, doing? Well, it's here, but let's all put our hands in the sack. Oh, at the same time. Oh, three hands. Oh, at the same time. Yeah, let's all come on. I'm getting my mail. I'm getting my mail. Getting my mail. (laughs) All right. What do you guys pull out? Mail. I got one. Mm. You got one? Shall I go? What do you have? Okay. Please Please do. Uh, This this one's called What's Up, Snop? I'm sorry, but candy corn is not good. Mm. Oh, I already love this email. What? Uh, it says, hey, Kat, Wendy, and Tara, I wanted to reach out to you guys and let you know how much I appreciate you and the snop. I found the podcast during quarantine, just like every podcast I listen to now, and I've been loving it ever since. I'm a 2020 high school graduate, Ooh. and I'm just about to finish up my first semester of college. Can you? That's awesome. Chloe, congratulations. I'm so sorry that you graduated in 2020. Yeah. But <laughs> congratulations. Things can, things can only get better. Uh, so in light of a rather disappointing second half of my senior year, you guys just put a smile on my face by talking about my favorite nerdy topics. I love your Winona Earp recap episodes. I was so pumped for season four and listening to you guys talking about Winona just made me laugh and feel like I had some Earpers to relate to. Looking forward to 4B, everybody is, of Winona and your recaps, of course. I really hope returning in 2021 means January 3rd. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> nice I don't surprise. know. I feel like we would have heard, we would have heard about it by now, don't you think? Keep Also want to let you guys know in the future, hopefully sooner than later, I will definitely sit down and watch Xena, Buffy, and POI, which I think that's a actually that's a good order to watch them in. Yeah. Don't you think? I except I would put the last one first. I don't but, know. I don't oh, know. But I take that or order Zena? because you're going in order of existence. Yeah. I feel Yeah, like, and you can appreciate things i feel when you have the xena base yeah i think i concur it's a good it's a good order unfortunately some of the shows were a little before my time Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i already know a few spoilers but you have persuaded me to start watching maybe someday i will understand all the references and inside (laughs) jokes awesome just caught up on mandalorian and all i have to say is rosario dawson as sakatano yes might as well add the clone wars to my growing list of shows same chloe i haven't watched that either same I'm sure I've missed some things I wanted to mention, but this email is long enough. And again, thank you guys for doing what you do. Stay safe and stay legendary. Wow. Legend. Wait for it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I ruined that for you, Wendy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, 
signed by Chloe, she, and then in parentheses she says, "Oh yeah, my plans for Christmas Day are watching Wonder Woman 1984 on loop and eating pie. Mm. That is a fine plan, Chloe. Yeah. Same, but cake. Yes, fair. Does watching Wonder Woman run around burn off the calories of the yes. pie for you? Yes, I think it does. It I mean, does. counts. Okay, it's science science proved it. I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. What do you got? What did you pull out of the sack, Wendy? I pulled out an email that when I read the title, I knew it was for me. Because the title is Overly Affectionate Greeting. Now, if anyone knows Person of Interest, you'll know that's an awesome title for an email. And you have to watch the show to find out why. No idea. It's from Mish. <laughs> and it says, hey there, I've been catching up on your show. I've, the past month or two, over the past month or two, love it, A++++. Still have to drive to work in a pandemic listening. <laughs> so we're, we're getting good grades there. Queer nerd ladies talking about queer nerd lady stuff for an hour. Just inject it directly into my veins, please, and thank you. I mean, in all honesty, I don't give a fig about Winona Earp or Star Wars. That's why I've been skipping around in your back catalog or whatever else in That's the dial. That's she said. Descriptions. <laughs> catches my eye. But excellent content all around. Listen to your, community, your commentary on Autostraddle's top 100 genre shows the other day. And regarding person of interest, Wendy, you're right, and you should say it repeatedly. Oh, boy. See, this is why this is one of my favorite emails. <laughs> on an entirely unrelated note, not at all based on a collective knowledge gap I've noticed while listening, I'd just like to say that if you ever need an official Star Trek correspondent, I'm happy to provide. Ooh. From the queer content on Discovery, beyond the mention of Tig Notaro on uh, Auto Straddle's list, to the queer payoff of Seven's story after 20 years in the fi- finale of Picard, to random factoids, I have no good reason to know. <laughs> I was shouting 1966 at my car for so long while y'all were debating whether TOS premiered in seventies in the 70s or not. Well, I guess that's the original. Yeah. <laughs> I the am mildly embarrassed myself. Yeah. I'm glad we got a reaction, though. Yeah, yeah, that's our point. Yeah, <laughs> way too much queer track knowledge. Whenever you need it, is just a tweet away. That's Amazing. good. I like that's okay, good to know. Anyway, love the show. Keep on queer and on. And by that, I <laughs> of course mean keep on mentioning person of interest at any possible opportunity. Mm. I will, Mish. I will. Mm. I was wow. put on this planet to do so. <laughs> you found Therefore, your calling. Exactly. I found my 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 calling. So I will. It's the best. <laughs> Oh, Mish, Thank don't you, encourage Mish. her. Thanks a lot, Mish. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mish. Because it's it's my platform, and I will use it to spread the word <laughs> of the POI. All right. Well, I've uh, pulled one out here oh, yeah. from Tina. I like that you're and reading this one. Tina has <laughs> – we're all kind of reading, like, biased ones a little bit <laughs> uh, towards ourselves. We are, aren't we? So uh, Tina's written us before. Yeah, Tina. So she – is a friend of the snop. Mm. She says, hi, girls. It's been a while, but don't worry. I've been listening every week. She says, I just want to say the times Tara takes over the show <laughs> is hilarious. What? What? Me? <laughs> I can picture Wendy just smiling like, this is totally normal. And Catherine, <laughs> her hands up in the air and saying, okay, fine. Just take over. I want you and grinning. <laughs> Makes up for the times Tara's not there. She tries to make up for, you know, we all have to have equal minutes because of our contracts. Right. And we all <laughs> demand a right. certain amount of time. So when Tara's off for a week, she's got to make up for it. I feel right. like what I demand Tina, it. <laughs> what Tina describes is pretty close to what actually that, happens. It's pretty is yeah, pretty much. So I love listening to the recap <laughs> of all the shows. It's like I've seen them, even though I haven't like the Mandalorian. I've seen I've seen all of Winona and, and I love it. I was a bit shocked when I saw the st- stair scene, but can't say I didn't like it. <laughs> 
ain't that the truth? Christmas is around the corner, my favorite holiday. Do you have any recommendations where it's not a romantic comedy? Hmm. Do all Christmas movies have to be about a girl meeting a man slash woman and he slash she makes her life complete? Hmm. No, that's a great that's point. A good, good I want point, to find Tina. those movies. I want to find them. Yeah. Uh, about candy corn. Don't think we have that in Sweden, but we have a similar thing. Similar thing with a soda slash soft drink that's only sold twice a year. You either love it or you hate it. Mm. I love it. It's called Julmust or yeah, Paskmust. Good, good luck with that one. <laughs> the, the name itself makes Christmas. me want to try it. Pask <laughs> equals Easter. Maybe IKEA sells it. If they do, and you try it, let me know what you think. Julmust. Lots of cyber hugs from Tina. Thanks, wow. Tina. Okay, um, I think I, I'll print this out and take it to IKEA instead of trying to say that just, word. Like, point at it, idea at IKEA. Um, I how she points us towards IKEA. <laughs> I know that's the, the closest I love thing. IKEA. I, I do too. <laughs> Swedish meatballs. I know. I haven't been in a long time. So, um, Chris, I love that point though. Christmas. I mean, we we're kind of focusing on romantic comedies, right? Mostly, but there are Christmas movies that don't involve that, right? There's Christmas Vacation, Die Hard, okay. classically Home yeah. Alone. Uh, but they're mostly old. But I think one for, we're, well, or one yeah. we're searching for queer content. It, that's usually the focus of. For I sure. mean, there's right. plenty of Christmas movies that don't have that. Yeah, and especially when we talk Hallmark Christmas movies, obviously all of the Hallmark Christmas movies are about that. Yeah, here's a refresh. I don't even like romantic comedies, but yet I talk about. Them. True. That's interesting. That uh, has the man in a Hallmark movie ever been the one to like uproot it's always the woman hmm. that's like going back to her hometown or taking over the family farm or taking over the hmm. gingerbread factory um <laughs> right and try to you know but we never follow the man from the beginning right my guess is that the the they know their audience and they're mostly yeah, women i know but never ever right i, I, don't, I don't have to look into research that. Yeah, yeah that's interesting they don't really do the whole they don't the uh, switch you know right yeah and they don't really do anything that's not involved involving a romance of some kind. So I'll have to look into that. Well, that's Hallmark, but I'm looking up. I mean, there are a lot of. What about queer, though? Well, I don't know about not, that. I don't know. So, like, queer, but not the fo- like the, the relationship isn't the focus of the movie. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Miracle on 34th Street, the remake I do love. Mm. Isn't that from, like, 1996? <laughs> oh, I, well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's as recent as now, but I do really like that I'm movie. forgetting, like, my favorite Christmas movie. It's the best Christmas movie. Is A Christmas Story. I do oh. like that one a lot. It's, it's also old. the best Christmas movie. Tina, if you haven't seen it, A Christmas Story. Hmm. Watch it. Let us know what you think. If you haven't seen it. I mean, I feel like it's just constant. I feel like it's a worldwide right. thing. But maybe not. We maybe. live in a bubble, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie. Well, why is, anyway. why is on this list When Harry Met Sally a Christmas movie? It's not. But it is one of my top ma- movies in the entire universe. But they must meet. I don't must, call it Christmas. They must go to a party or something. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm sure there well, is a set Christmas. Around, yeah, it's set around that time. Uh, some, It's like over the scope of their whole lives. I don't think it's a Christmas at all. But right. whatever. Yeah, that's a good question. We should dig into more. Like, if our, I doubt, I doubt, I will put money down that there is not a queer Christmas, non-romantic kind of about love movie out there where it's like it's about Christmas they just happen to be gay agreed yeah I'm blanking on many what movies don't I don't know involve that I've watched recently that don't have any kind of like a relationship yeah. romantic sort of slant mm-hmm. to it yeah mm-hmm. 
Hmm. It's a thinker. Yeah. yeah. Research. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we we can just make a, a movie of our own let's, and fill that void. Let's do it. Next year. Okay. All okay. Right. Snop Productions. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be a multi-platform. Uh, that sounds easy. The way, the way Tara and I work, you can expect to see it in 2030. <laughs> So, pretty much. Um, pretty much. All right, guys. Guess what time it is? Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, <gasps> we have breaking nerd news. Coming down the wire. <laughs> did we did we figure out the, the wire situation, the telegraph wire? Oh, did oh, you look right. that up? If there was mm, No, I didn't. I think I, I know didn't. what it is. I know, I think I know what where that comes from. What? Cuz the telegraph was were just like power lines basically. So it was coming through the wire. Okay. It, it come, it's okay. like the isn't that uh, Morse code they use for telegrams? Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, right. So, so there's an actual. Wa- but I'm just thinking on like the Titanic when they typed out SOS, like right. where that's Morse code. That was like a frequency, I guess. It's been like that a radio really, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Office. We have no idea. What we're, we're historical about. If, experts. So if you know the originate the how the. <laughs> Telegraph, <laughs> yes, please. And how the Titanic we, sent a message, uh, please let us know. We need to know, guys. This week, Elliot Page has come out as trans, and he released a statement. I'm going to read a couple, a uh, couple lines from it. Mm-hmm. Hi, friends. I want to share with you that I am trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. I feel lucky to be writing this, to be here, to have arrived at this place in my life. I feel overwhelming gratitude for the incredible people who have sh- supported me along this journey. I love that I am trans, and I love that I am queer. And the more I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream, the more my heart grows, and the more I thrive. To all the trans people who deal with harassment, self-loathing, abuse, and the threat of violence every day, I see you, I love you, and I will do everything I can to change this world for the better. Amazing. Cool. So congratulations, Elliot, and uh, looking forward to see what he does next. Yeah. Currently and, uh, on Umbrella Academy, right? Yeah, yes. that's right. Which yeah. I haven't seen that show, and I've heard it's I've really heard they've good. already changed the credits, and, and oh, yeah, nice. I haven't seen it either. I think Terry. I have watched it. like a couple episodes. I just was curious because I, um, this was a couple weeks ago. Okay, I'd heard, you know, that it was well. It kept getting renewed, and I'm like, is this really good as they say? Yeah. So I gave it a try, and uh, I actually. I liked it. You know, there, it was, again, I only had a couple episodes in, but I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, I, uh, you know, thinking about when I have time, I'll go back and fit some more episodes in. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was good. Well, yeah, let us know. Maybe it's something we should uh, dive into. Well, All right, then. <laughs> talking about another uh, thing we talked about last week, but now it's breaking records. That is the happiest season. And yes. It has been released. We talked about it. We reviewed it here. That's right. Last week. Mm-hmm. And apparently, a lot of other people liked it too. <laughs> so for The Happiest Season, uh, for Hulu, it essentially broke a lot of records for them. It was uh, the most watched uh, new release of any kind of original. They're calling it an original film. Even though it, well, they didn't originally produce it from the start. Right. But they did buy the rights to it. Um, and also... A, uh, they gained the most new uh, account. What are they? Uh, subscribers. Subscribers. Oh, subscribers. Thank you. Uh, the new, the highest amount of new subscribers um, that that uh, actually tuned in, tuned in to watch that movie. So I've now seen it. 
three times. No kidding. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, wow. my friend came over uh, last night. That's and, amazing. Uh, again, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and I, I didn't get sick of it. I wasn't sick of it. So it's uh, I really enjoyed it, and I actually really liked it when I watched it again. Okay. Um, just a lot of – I do think that if they would have switched Allison Bree's character with um, the other sister – what's what was her name? Mary Jane? Holland. Jane. Jane. Yes. Just because if you know the actresses, I don't know. That was one thing I observed and I thought, okay, that would actually have been interesting. Oh, you think anyway, the act- to, they should have switched roles? If Alison Brie was playing the more comedic role, just huh. because it felt, knowing the roles that she's played in other things, it, it, um, I don't know. I thought it would have worked out nicely had interesting. they done that. Okay. Yeah, it was just something I, I only Jane. noticed on the other hmm on my rewatch, you know? Um, yeah. So it says it was always poised to make history. This uh, article comes from variety, variety variety.com. Um, it was always poised to make history as the first holiday romantic comedy about a same sex couple from a major Hollywood studio. Uh, then the pandemic hit leaving Sony with little other choice than to sell happiest season. And we're all so glad that they did because it was so fun to be able to watch that Mm -hmm. from home and not have to worry about going out to a theater. Um, so it says over the long week, the Thanksgiving weekend, the movie had the best viewership for any original film on the service in its opening weekend and attracted more new subscribers than any other previous feature title. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, it's exciting. I mean, I'm so glad that it's doing well and that a lot of people are seeing it and watching it and that it, you know, shows that it it can be done. Oh my God. You know, you can feature a couple uh, that are gay and it's okay. And it's can be a, a mainstream hit. People will watch um, it. That's right. So, you know, they talk about a sequel, <gasps> uh, the possibility of that, awesome. the interest in that people are already ready for more. And a lot of people <laughs> are shipping um, Aubrey Plaza, her character, Riley yeah. and Kristen Stewart's uh, character, Abby. So that it is a thing. A lot of that. So wasn't, wasn't still just us. Strong. Yes. Um, she it says, uh, Clay Duvall, the uh, co-writer and director, also addressed the inter- internet's ardent love for Aubrey Plaza's Riley having compassion for Harper's coming out journey and the possibility of a sequel. <laughs> Spoiler alert about the entirety of the movie, obviously. Uh, so it goes into this interview with Clea um, and just, you know, how excited they are that I won't read the whole thing, but there's an, a nice big picture of Clay. I love this. Uh, she's in, dressed in full black with a black mask. Oh, um, yeah. Very appropriate. That's right. At the <laughs> premiere. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Would you guys like to see a sequel yes. of this? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when she asked about, you know, the whole shipping of Abby and Riley. Clay said, yeah, I mean, listen, Aubrey is incredible. She's incredible in general. And she was so fantastic in this film. I was so excited uh, when she agreed to do it. And I was so excited when she was on set. I was so excited in the editing room (laughs) to be able to make a movie and put someone who I love and admire as much as I love and admire Aubrey into it and then watch people fall in love with her. It's so rewarding. Don't blame them for loving her as much as they do. Uh, yeah. It's, so it's funny. Like, I don't think Clea she, she realized kind of skirted the question a little bit. No, like we yeah. want Abby to be <laughs> exactly. I don't think she realized how, what, what an impact that, uh, I don't think so either. Sl- uh, Riley was going to make on this movie. She talks in there right. about you have other lesbian friends and it was nice for her to have this person to talk to. But I mean, you know how they work. 
Let's be yeah. like, hey, there's a, there's that. We're gonna ship that. We're gonna ship that. Or she's hot. So, you know, it's we're like big I'm, shippers. Yeah, and just as far as like, yeah, oh, we're friends, but maybe we'll hook up. And uh, but yeah, I <laughs> I liked it, but I also get you know I like how she talks about you know Harper, you know Harper's coming from a different place, and you know I mean who knows it might not even work out in the end. She might run back to Riley, but. But no, you're yeah. right. And she does, it does, this article gives you a lot of insight into what's going on with Harper and why right, she's right. making the, the decisions that she makes. And so I feel like Clea feels like she has to kind of defend Harper right, um, right. because of right. of the reaction that most people have with her. But Right. Yeah. Because you're watching, you're like, oh, I would have been out of there so fast. Yeah. Another five, watching it again, I was like, oh, I would have been out of there earlier. Than <laughs> oh, really? Even time. earlier than <laughs> yes. the first time. Yeah. So, and, and again, the article goes on to basically, again, ask in different ways. <laughs> yeah, they well, kept going and going. Want, you know they want Riley or Abby to run off with Riley. And then Kalea starts going to this whole thing. Well, she says, I think it has less to do with the movie and more to do with your philosophy on growth and forgiveness. And basically how Abby's staying with Harper, right? Because she's uh, trying to be empathetic and understand you know i, I she kind of again skirts the question of like i think so too hey, because i feel like they had make, chemistry yeah. abby they, they and riley did. had like, some good chemistry yeah you know it's right true. and it's true i feel like yeah, yeah maybe more so I and she kind of goes more into under, going into her especially says i spent four years with harper i feel mm-hmm. like i understand her and i love her so much mm-hmm. like that she yeah. gets that character just kind of almost writing it yeah uh, from herself um Maybe a little bit. Uh, and to be kind to yourself, have compassion, um, because I think compassion is in short supply. <laughs> the interviewer says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting, like, okay, but what about but also, then um, also them getting together? Um, so. I, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest, the I think the reason that Clea is answering the question that way, and I think the what, what the message of the movie tries to portray is that if you're not out, you know, it's you don't have to be out you don't have to come out it's a personal decision mm-hmm. i think this is her way of of showing compassion to the people who are still in the closet you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and that's not what we're blasting we're not blasting the fact no, that right. she's in the closet right. it's just the choices that she makes to, to you know with abby and so it, it's kind of a, a thin line i think that clay is trying to be sensitive to people who are still in the closet you know what i mean right. so I get it. It's a bit, but the the interviewer just keeps going back. Yeah, <laughs> the same yeah. question, right? Because yeah, you, I get it that you don't want to be like, oh yeah, they totally had more chemistry than who we actually cast yeah, her to she be with. Should have <laughs> so, dumped her. Uh, yeah, no, but no. it's a fun article on Variety if it you is. want to read through it um, and see all the ways that you can avoid answering that. Question. <laughs> Wasn't there a video classic, clip classic, of, um, uh, of Aubrey Plaza? asking like sort of a they caught her on set or something and asking about the film and i think she says something to the effect jokingly of i hope after people watch the movie they they riot because abby didn't end up with riley or something to that like joking like i want them to be mad that they she didn't end up with riley but i don't think she ever had in (laughs) her mind that people were gonna really you know i think she was just joking about i want to be so awesome that they say why didn't she end up with riley (laughs) and you know, it happened. It's happened. <laughs> it's pretty great. 
Yeah. yeah. But how fun is it that we get to have this discussion about this movie? Right. You know? I know. It's great. It's awesome. It's so cool. And uh, the interviewer does ask about a sequel, and Clea says, I'd love to do a sequel, and that she has some ideas. <laughs> Again, the interviewer Good. says, especially if there's a Riley spinoff <laughs> sequel. <laughs> this interviewer, <laughs> the, writer, the interviewer definitely likes Riley. I love yes. this person so much. Yes. So let's don't forget her. I, it would be a huge, I think people would revolt if there was a sequel and Without Riley was Riley, not yeah. in it in some way. Well, yeah. You know, at the end of the movie, they, there's all those photographs of like what we think the next year looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture. It looks like they're all at pride together. And Clea is in the picture standing next to Riley. Mm-hmm. So mm. I think we're supposed to think that Riley is now dating whoever this, this Clea. Is that it? Or was it just a fun, let's just throw in the cast know. and director photo. Cause it, we went to pride together. It didn't feel like she was in director mode. Hmm. She, she didn't have any mm-hmm. headphones on or anything. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's a nugget. Maybe. It's a little preview. Okay. All right. Well, th- well. speaking of movies, guys, uh, <laughs> not long ago, we heard that Warner Brothers has decided to release Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day, which we're all very, Ooh. very excited about. It's getting rave reviews so far. Oh, I can't wait. From a press screening. Uh, which is good. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, in response to that, or maybe the, this was their way of like kind of testing people's reaction, Warner Brothers has announced that all of their 2021 movies will be released on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. We don't have to leave the house. Yay! Thank you, Warner Yay. Brothers. If you and have HBO Max. there's a bunch of there's a bunch of movies that that uh, this will you know this pertains to, including Space Jam, A New Legacy, Suicide oh. Squad, Dune, the movie that we're Probably well now that it's now that it's on HBO Max, I'll probably watch it. Same Dune, right? Right in the comfort of my own home. Exactly. Um, Matrix Four, which is kind of cool. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's like seventeen or so movies, and um, I think it's smart. They're like you know, otherwise people aren't going to go to. I mean, there's a lot of places right. in this country where you you cannot go to the movies, and a lot of theaters that even if they were able to open up at this point maybe can't because they've had to close down. So there's less theaters to have access to, even if we do get to a point where we can go. Totally. Um, yeah. So I think it's very yeah. smart. Correct. And, uh, and I think they, they've realized too, if they just keep pushing films back and back and back until everything's perfect, it's going to be a backlog of films and they, they need to get them out. I think this is a smart way got, to do it. They got to get some of their money back so they can make it the <sighs> next, the next year's list of movies. So, so there you go. Yeah. Fun. Well, I'll be sitting on my couch on Christmas and uh, several other times. Honestly, this year. that's, uh, and I think I said it last time, that's what I'm most looking forward to do on Christmas because I got nothing else going on. I think that's Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> on Christmas Day is going to be humongous. Yeah, it's perfect. I have a friend mm-hmm. who lives in a less, uh, uh, less, uh, infected state, I guess, mm-hmm. less high level of COVID state yeah. who has tickets to see it on IMAX. Ooh. Okay. Going for the big screen. Oh, man. This is a person who has been anticipating this film for quite some time. That's awesome. Well, so. I hope hope they do it safely. They will. They will. I'm sure they are, t- they are taking precautions. That's awesome. Um, oh, wait. I see we were joined by someone. Who is this? Oh, who's that? Florence Pugh. Florence oh. Pugh has shown Florence up. Pugh. Pew, 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 what do you pew. have for us, Pugh? What was that? You're going to be on Hawkeye, the series at Disney Plus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Along with Vera Farmega. I apologize for mispronouncing your name <laughs> and tony dalton i don't know who that is but thank you for that florence you are and Haley going steinfeld to... who Haley steinfeld she's gonna be on that's she's right gonna play hawkeye 
I didn't even know that. She's playing um, Kate Bishop. Yeah. Oh no. El- yes. Yes. Mm. No. Wait. What? Farmiga Vera <laughs> is playing the mother of Haley Steinfeld. Kate I Bishop know. is Haley. Okay. I was confused. Right. That's what I'm saying. Kate. Uh, she's playing Kate, but she okay. takes over for Hawkeye for the Hawkeye uh, that we know from really? Marvel. Oh. Yeah. So. So what? She's gonna be like trained in some way. I don't know how so, even, how much Jeremy Renner even is gonna be in it. If he's gonna be in the whole thing. Oh, she is like the next generation. Oh, well, now I'm really Hawkeye. excited about this. Then, it's, yeah, it's it's her. So okay, and apparently um, huh. there's a dog read the in article. it too. Pizza <laughs> dog. dog. Yeah, that's like her sidekick. Oh, well, even better. Yeah, and uh, hmm. you know she's in the comics, and yeah, so they're okay. They release some pictures, kind of behind the scenes of. Uh, Haley and Jeremy Renner running around the subway doing stuff. Shoot, I don't know, filming stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, some arrows. Nice. Florence <laughs> will be portraying her Black Widow character, Yelena Belova, sister of Black Widow, and uh, which we have yet to see. I know until May twenty twenty one, maybe. And uh, so we don't know how awesome she'll be, but I tell you, she will be awesome. What's her character's and name? What's that? Yelena Belova. So, like, what's her mar- like her superhero name? Do we know? Yelena Belova. I don't know. If she has one, we don't know it. Uh, Okay. I I mean, I've never seen her listed as anything besides Yelena Belova. (laughs) Got it. So she might get a name, but maybe they're keeping it secret. Or maybe Mm. she'll sort of become Black Widow, the next incarnation. Yeah, apparently can just become Hawkeye. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's cool. But it's Florence Pugh. Do mm-hmm. do you want to take bets? Do we think Marvel's going to just start putting stuff up on Disney Plus? I don't think so. Come I don't on, think this, I think you know what? I think if they were going to put Black Widow up, they would have already announced doing it. Uh, I, think I think at this point, they're all in on holding on to it. That's dumb. Although, although if this stretches out and Wonder Woman 1984 is humongous, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the only other thing is, for. I feel like Wonder Woman has a deal HBO Max because. There's some deal that's going to get tons of people to sign up for HBO Max with these films coming out in Wonder yeah, Woman. I feel like Disney, I don't know if they feel like putting Black Widow on Disney Plus will attract more people than they already have. Hmm. So that might be part of it. They, you know, I think maybe there was some incentive to make a deal with Wonder Woman to bring in people okay. to HBO Max. But then why if they did it the whole Mulan way where they say, okay, which they might. Oh, you have to, to like, you have to get Disney Plus right. and then you have to pay yeah. $30 I would pay Mulan, another pay paywall. Right, even if you just had to pay 15 bucks or something for it, then they then might they at least get money from the people they're already getting money from. Right. Cuz I would pay that to watch it at home. Oh, I would hardly yeah. watch it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll it's see. Disney. That's a good point. If they do it, I'll pay and I'll watch it day of because, pew, you pew, know, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> we love the pew. What else are we watching this week, guys? The Mandalorian. Mand- oh, all right, Kat. Chapter 14, The Tragedy. I, every week. <laughs> you keep saying it. Say, this might be my favorite episode. And it keeps upping itself. This was a fucking awesome episode. Yes. There's no other way to describe you, it. You can feel all the everything, the last two, like one and a half seasons, everything is coming to the last couple episodes. It's it's so In an good. Amazing way. So I sent you guys a link to an article about someone who said in Forbes magazine they made the claim that the last two episodes of The Mandalorian are better 
than the last five Star Wars movies that have come out. I'm, I'm not going to argue real hard against that. Do they? Okay, and I didn't read yeah. it because I didn't want spoilers, just in case. But do they oh, mean right. the last two of the season, or what we we've the, the last these two, the last two, the, oh. these last two, interesting uh, that have ha- just taken place, uh, hmm. the Ahsoka Tano, and then this newest spoiler Boba Fett uh, episode. Yeah, just the combination of just what's being done on Mandalorian right now is better than what they did in hmm. any Star Wars film that's been released. Uh, I guess in terms of. I'm thinking about that. The, right the, the sequels, Force Awakens through Rise of Skywalker, including Solo and Rogue, Rogue One. One? Which, Rogue One. Uh, I don't know. Is Rogue One. Judgment there. I, don't the be. In fact, they even kind of said Rogue One is the one that probably the best and least controversial of all the films that have come out. So you, yeah. don't be hating on Rogue One. That's a film. That's hmm. I I, like a weird outlier amazing untouchable a, don't you talk bad about rogue one it's a great movie, movie. Mm-hmm. no that's great so we'll leave that out of it but including the rest of them <sighs> do you i agree? love them do you i agree? love the sequels yeah i'm i feel like maybe i do wow i feel like the tone that it's set the characters that are brought in the style that it's being dry i consistent. love this it's as much consistent. as almost anything i've ever seen in star wars yeah no it's you're like right the, they yeah. know what fans want, but it doesn't feel like it's being served up like, hey, we're going to give all the fans what they want and just right. force feed them all these nostalgic things. They're like, here's what we want to see as nerdy fans. Totally. And here's a way to make it cool. And they it, are knocking it out of the park. And I think one of the main reasons why it's so good is that there's one person who is yes. writing all the scripts, who sees right. the vision, who is seeing ahead and he's putting all the pieces together. The fact that John Favreau is the, the there's a there's one person leading the you know yes. uh, driving also Dave driving Filoni the car also I think sure. it's Dave Dave and John Favreau together sure really and those just... those two dudes know so much about Star Wars yes and you're right I think it's you're right it's this this show is is just it, it's giving you it's giving me all the Star Wars feels that I want and that I I didn't yeah, get yeah. from the movie so it's it's right, a very and good like point and yeah. it is yeah it's not like fan service and right like you said Wendy they're not just oh we're going to give people what they want it's like they're giving us what we didn't even know we wanted exactly. like we didn't even know we exactly. could have it so good all the cool stuff we yeah. never would have thought about totally. on our own and it's like well, I've never, what? I've never been like I, a, a big Boba Fett fan like it's like okay cool but some people are super into that character yeah. and like obsess over it but now it's like yeah he's fucking awesome how could you right? so cool um, <laughs> yeah in a nutshell, just to get, I mean, there's not a lot of description to go into this last episode. Uh, Mando takes little Grogu to a planet where he's supposed to somehow commune. He takes him to this rock in this old Jedi sacred area right. where he's supposed to commune in some way to Which looks figure like, out what to looks do like next Chatsworth, Jedi-wise. By the way. Hmm? Send out the signals to other Jedi. Right, right. But while Yoda, Grogu is sitting on this rock and in this blue cone of some kind of transmission, I don't know, uh, a ship lands and it is Boba Fett accompanied by what was her name? Fennec? Fennec. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Fennec uh, Ming-Na Wen who is, I'm so happy she's back. She, I remember seeing her at her convention where she wanted so badly to be in Star Wars and she was in that one episode of season one I thought, that can't be it. No. Don't bring in Ming-Na Wen just to have her do this one thing. Yeah. And the fact that she comes back and gets to be sidekick to Boba Fett, I'm so happy for Ming-Na Wen. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm glad she's back. Yes. Tamara Morrison playing Boba Fett is, I mean, because he played Django, but it's so perfect. It is. And he's like this, you tell, you can tell this man fought his way out of a Sarlacc pit. Yes, and has he been through did. Hell, and he just wants his arm. I'm just a simple man making the galaxy or whatever he says. When you see Boba, and it's, I like it's the badass. comments about he had dad bod. 
He yeah. did. It was a little tight. He didn't fit anymore. Armor was a little he tight. It out. Tight. Nice. He, uh, he did have like a cloak on. He did look like he had extra layers of clothing. So that's all good. But he made it work, and he was ba- he was swinging that. It looked like a he, it was sand a, person. It is. It was sappy stick. Both of his club. weapons were he Tuscan Raider weapons. The shit out of those. Uh, storm he I annihilated like, them gleefully like oh my god you know he yeah, annihilated awesome. and it's such a nice touch that he would have picked up sort of the the tuscan raider style of fighting with yes. the weapons like it's such a nice touch it was so he when he when he blew the ship out of the sky with his little rocket launcher and oh he turned around god. and that mask was like oh my god oh, what did we it. do to deserve such greatness <laughs> this is this is the least uh, cheesy way they could have ever brought back boba fett mm-hmm. and they made it work beautifully and he's like just get he comes across as this i've been through it all but i have an honor and a code and i'm not so they they tell mando that they're going to in exchange for getting his armor back they will protect the child they will protect grogu but grogu by some really badass dark 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 rocket things uh come they come down and unfortunately (laughs) right when right when Mando goes down to help them fight all these stormtroopers that have shown up. Little little Grogu's tube of force or whatever that yeah, is. Force in, so he's vulnerable and he falls asleep because he, he takes a very nap. Tired. He's very tired. And these dark trooper flying robots come steal him. So the mm, child indeed. has been abducted indeed. and uh, now, but Boba and Fennec say our part of the deal is not done. We said we would protect the child and he's, when he comes back to you, our deal, our debt will be paid and um. So now, uh, a ragtag group of Grogu. Badasses. Yeah, people are saying he might be forming his own Avengers team, and he oh, went. He, he goes back to a Cara Dune, who's now a member of the. Uh, was it New Republic? Yeah, she's Marshall, a Marshall. She's a new, which yeah. Tara and I both say we want one of those badges because really <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure they're, they're available. Like, cool. So she yeah. he wants her to break someone out of prison to help them find Moff Gideon. She's like, I've got rules now, Mando. I can't do it. He said, they have the child, and she says. Mm-hmm. I'm in. All right. Well, <laughs> and you remember that's the guy who he um last, from last season. He he. Oh, went, is it one of those guys? Yeah, when they went to go to the yeah. jailbreak thing, he oh, was he was great. one of those dudes. Ah, I like how it comes around. Yeah. But production wise, the last two episodes, the casting, the production, the fight scene was incredible. Uh, I got people- chills when he first turned around in that armor, and I don't. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, again, like I don't was never like a Boba Fett person, sure. but when he I wasn't had, either. Same. But just yeah. like oh. So just so <laughs> um, perfectly bringing back that character in such a, a amazing way. I just nerd. I'm nerded out so bad. And f- I mean, so let's talk about Fennec for a second. Yes. Uh, what an incredible, incredible battle scene they give her. Yeah. Oh, she's God. jumping around she's those awesome. rocks. She's shooting. I mean, it's not hard to shoot stormtroopers. She's but falling still, and shooting. Not, but, she's falling. Right. <laughs> she's jumping. She's shooting. She gets stuck behind a big boulder. <laughs> they shoot the boulder. It becomes loose. She Indiana Jones them. She yes, rolled yeah. the ball. Bo- it was a nice little nod, I think, to to uh, Spielberg and the Lucas boulder. and Kennedy, who actually produced, True. who helped True. produce. Uh, I, I loved about it. That. So yeah. funny, so great. And just the shot of the ball, the rock coming towards him <laughs> yes. and just flattening stormtroopers yeah. as it goes. Oh, oh so good. Even, uh, 
towards so, the beginning when the stormtroopers first showed up and you know like their leader with the orange little yeah. cuff on his arm was like come on get up there get up there and the, and the one, one poor stormtrooper's like but they're shooting oh we can't go up there he's like go on up there you idiot <laughs> and he's, he's like all right and he goes and he gets shot right away and then he's like the guy's like oops my bad oh, my <laughs> and then he, but he keeps yelling like come on go and at some point right. the stormtroopers gotta be saying no, no. <laughs> i love that they pulled out the uh the robot uh, the ro- the rocket jetpack thing again i love mm-hmm. you know he, they've always had that thing that sticks up on boba fett or mandalorian's helmet and you never really knew what it did all of a sudden yeah. now it's like cheek just comes down totally yeah launches that rocket it's awesome do we yeah they, see... they did it so well where like it was just a little uh, pink it came yeah. down yeah. and you're like oh he's shit, like he's like not even, he's not even stressed about it. it's like the guys i got this i got this mm-hmm. oh yeah do we ever see the uh, boba fett's rocket go off in, in the movies i don't think no. we ever did right he didn't do much in the movies. You're right. He was, he never, he's in like two no, scenes. No, you know what? We we saw it one because remember Han, that's how he dies is Han turns around and accidentally hits him with that stick or whatever. Sure, the and rock, he, the rock. It kind of accidentally sets yeah. the jetpack off and he flies yeah. into the uh, Sarlacc pit. Right. And, and, and we then, never see the rocket go off. Didn't, wasn't there an edit where then they had the, the Sarlacc pit burp after Boba <laughs> Fett? Yes. I don't know if that was an ad, if that was always there, but that was stupid. Uh, It was definitely something. Oh, they added tentacles or something. They They added added the tentacle things because, honestly, it looked kind of nasty before. But the tentacles (laughs) helped. But they, I think there was a burp after Boba Fett, which I thought was ridiculous. It sounds like something George Lucas would do. Yeah. By the Return of the Jedi, it was something George would do. (laughs) Um, He already had, like, some, I think, a burping frog before they met Jabba. But anyway. um, But, yeah. But now, you know what? This is this is the Boba Fett that we needed to see. 100%. Um, I just am so in love with the show. Robert right Rodriguez directed this episode. Yes. He nice. did uh, the Mariachi, El Mariachi, and was it Des- Desperado with the Antonio Banderas. Um, so, okay. So we're obviously, we're, we're, you know, everything is leading up. There's going to be, they got to go get the kid. That's this whole big showdown. Uh, are we going to see... As part of the Motley crew, are we going to get, oh crap, what's her name? Catan back, Bo Catan. Oh, and are we going to get um, Osaka Tano? Are we all coming that together? Would be awesome. They're all going to converge, and is there going to be a big battle? I can't wait. It has oh, to, yeah. right? We Our have to see everybody together. Left. I know. I'm just, it's a bummer, so but they're going to be so good. They are going to be so good. And I feel like I read <sighs> something about so how I the next director might be already listed, but not the the finale so they're wondering if there's a surprise oh like somebody involved. big yeah either mm-hmm. well they speculated ryan johnson from last jedi well, that's fun but i don't know mm-hmm. or it could just be they still haven't released it yet but yeah there's mm-hmm. nothing on imdb about the next two interesting not a picture not a synopsis not a title <gasps> nothing so good excited thank you mandalorian man this is such if you a, have not so watched much mandalorian fun. yet I'm telling you. Even if you're not a, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you don't you don't really have to be. It's still just so good, you know. It like, helps. It helps. You, you'll get a, there's a lot of layers that you'll understand, but you don't have to be. It's just a very well done TV show that happens to yeah. be in the Star Wars universe. I'm, I am uh, also considering going back to Clone Wars and Rebels. I know. Do you want to do this? Should we do it's this together? All right there at our fingertips with Disney Plus. Should we do this? Should we do it together? I'll do it. Yeah? Yeah. You want to do it? I'll do it. What do you think? Tara? Yeah? 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 All right, I'm in. Okay. We're doing it. It's official. You got to start with Clone Wars. Sure. Because it came first, I think. Okay. Mm. Done. Boom. Uh, A friend of mine at work watched Rebels and um, loved it. 
said it was really good in a quick watch, but I I want to go in order. So I, I want to start with Clone Wars. Okay, let's do it. Okay, doing <sighs> it. All right. What else have we watched? Well, we had an assignment for our Christmas movie homework. Uh, is it film festival marathon? Yeah, whatever. it's a film festival, it? I think. So this week we watched Let It Snow on Netflix. Thoughts? Delightful. It was delightful. I perfectly I delightful. watched it. Perfectly <laughs> splendid. 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 That was um, it. Super I, cute. Yeah, Very I cute. watched this last year. It came out last year, and I, I it was just kept – you know, being promoted every time I put on Netflix, I was like, "Ugh!" And so finally, just the trailer kind of played. <laughs> uh, you know, it just they start playing when you leave it on. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, it has like a queer character in there, and I was like, oh, "This looks kind of, it looks okay." And then I looked up the reviews, and it got like pretty good reviews. Yeah. You know, so I was surprised, and so you know, just one of those days where you're like, "Ugh, let me just put something on." <laughs> yes. Why don't I put on a teenage rom com? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that it that kind of day. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. And I was like, this is, uh, you know, uh, surprisingly uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> and like, surprisingly good. Interest, entertaining. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Uh, so. it's sweet. It's funny. There's some, mm-hmm. some emotion in there. Uh, the queer character is a total nerd, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on here. Yeah. I, I, Really liked uh, the message that it put out there that everybody's got their their insecurities and everybody's you know everybody is uh, you know freaking out about something and you know <laughs> totally. so, yeah um, and I just love the whole friendship with um, the two girls the two best friends one of, that gets her the pig it's Dory uh, spoiler alert it was uh, Julie and, and Dory. Dory okay Dory that's right Dory. Um, I think. It, surprised me when i first watched it uh that whole the argument that they had where basically dory told her you're dramatic and <laughs> stop it once you're done with this relationship you're just going to run off to another one and be dramatic in that one and you're exhausting me <laughs> she was a little mean about it but it was like truth i mean yeah. truth hurts <laughs> you know i there's been times in my life where i wish i had the guts to to tell to say that to a friend of mine. So, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was pretty that was pretty funny. So there's a pig. There's a little pig running around. Mm-hmm. That's cute. A little Christmas pig with a little Christmas outfit on. Uh, <laughs> a little hat on. Joan. Yeah, Cusack. and it was kind of like a Love Actually type of vibe where mm. there's a lot of yeah, different, different characters yeah. that are intertwined um, well, in have some the, way or another. The the lesbian girl who had a very impactful evening. I mean, not like that impactful, but you know, like where they <laughs> talked all night long and just it was a perfect thing. And then right. they, I don't know if they, if it said if they like, like made out kind of thing or just talked and really connected. But then, like, of course, uh, she's working at the diner and the the girl with her friends come in and, of course, girl ignores her. And they're all but like then, cheerleaders. Yeah, and they're, they're all, all like the yeah. popular, popular girl. Yes. Right. <laughs> but then in the ladies' room, the girl kisses her. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was true. They really did like have a, a connection. Like a real bitch to her. He is a bitch real. to her when yeah. her friends are there. Mm-hmm. But poor little, our little Dory, she goes back afterwards <laughs> into the table and tries to be fun again. And the girl ignores her again. She's all confused. Uh. I'm like, dude, you didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> they're going to oh. tell her that was going to happen. She's young. But the refreshing She's thing young. about this movie is that, yeah, they're like direct. She's like, Right. I don't know she what's going her. on here, but this is a you problem. <laughs> You're being and you don't need to treat me like shit. Totally. You know? yeah. So um, she made her a, she made her a quaffle waffle. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. That was cute. That's adorable. How could you turn down the quaffle waffle? Right. <laughs> uh, it also had a girl, a guy with a crush on his best friend. Sure. And of course, uh, the girl friend from college shows up who I think is very good looking he and he's one hot. of those perfect like very perfect well-rounded college he's, boys who's nice like you can't he's hate like him. a nice guy so yeah he's very considerate very yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like <laughs> and they're like saying all these like something up in this bitch and blah 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 he's like oh sorry I'm a feminist I'm also a feminist <laughs> and he knew who they were and that yeah that, like other guy sat behind him and yeah. Yeah. No, in know class and he was a very likable guy yeah it was sweet yeah that was fun. Um, that was a, a they had that relationship. Love. They had the, the girl who randomly meets the cool uh, Stuart, who's like a first very successful yeah, performing artist, recording artist, guy. Yeah. who yeah. just happens to be on that train and then he yeah. decides, I want to spend time in the real world. How, I'm going to hang out with you for the day. How old is Stuart supposed to be? 20. Mm. 20. That's okay. So, yeah. okay. because that girl looks like she's like 13. It's she does. I mean, she's not. I know she's, she's high older. school, but. She's been in a few other movies that I really like. I do too. Um, I like that actress. She, yeah, so I know she's older. She just has. Okay. They should have made that young. more clear. She's 19 in real life. Okay. That's a little weird. Is she? Okay. But I'm yeah, going to say she's like, what, 17? Well, she had to be like 17, 18 because she got right, accepted to college. I mean, let's say she would have been like. Let's say 18. To be, yeah, yeah, and he was like safe. twenty, so okay, sure, okay, <laughs> all right. I mean, he was adorable. Was, uh, I loved him. Yeah, oh, yeah. he was. Yeah. It was a nice story that involved her sick mom, and it was oh, it was yeah. sweet. Oh, like the whole movie was very <laughs> innocent and sweet. I actually, yeah, the I whole conversation cried in this movie. Right, <laughs> which part? I, in that part right, where they're dancing, like, you know. Oh yeah, in the living room yeah. with the mom, and they're having a good time. And I was like, "That's the last good time they're ever gonna have." Oh, God. <laughs> and then when the mom is, they're talking on her bed, and, yeah. and she's like, "You can be mad at me. It's okay." And she's like, "I'm not mad. It's like you, you can be mad. It's a fine, I'm, you know. I'm yeah. mad basically that you're, you're dying, and I can't. Oh God, it was, it was, yeah. I, I uh, wasn't expecting again, you yeah, to and care I fa- so much. Right, and that was my <laughs> what I was shocked about too last year. I'm like, why? Oh my why God, am I crying right now? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I love the Christmas pageant that they go to. It's like the yeah. all, it's very like we all inclusive. Got and- the Chinese dragon there. <laughs> I think the- it was like this is the weirdest, <laughs> awesome thing I've ever seen. It or was, something. That was very funny. It was very funny. Yeah, it was a very nice, very sweet movie. Of you know, I, I did y'all stick around for the credits? Like y'all yes. ever? They see the like the big one shot where they go all through the party and then with the pig eating the. It was very cute. <laughs> stuff. And then, and then, you, then the, the very, very end, end had yeah. Oh, and then. Randomly, Joan, Joan Cusack, Cusack drives a tow truck, and, and she she's wears like narrating. Foil. The film. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Where's foil? We never really find out. No, and I wanted to know. That's why I went through the credits. I was hoping <laughs> to find out why she wears foil, but every time someone asks why she wears the foil, she's like, "No, shuts it down." <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much I love Joan Cusack. Why isn't she in more stuff? Right. She was just in. She was just in uh, Homecoming, the second season of Homecoming. Oh, uh, cool! The, really? Uh, that was originally with. Um, and had like Chris Cooper and Janelle Monet, and it was like the sequel sort of oh, to right. the first series with, with Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts that um got it. My guy from uh, Mr. Robot, Sam Esmail, uh, did, but he he doesn't direct any of the second season. But it was really good. But she played; she had a fairly decent part in that. Okay, I don't know what else she's doing. She but should be in more. She should. I, I love Jeremy Cusack. Yeah, she's the yeah. Best. So she was kind of like the the. Uh, the wise tow truck driver that drives around just That's kind right. of popping into all these kids. Um, it's, not, it's less creepy than that. Yeah. But, you know, she's yeah. just kind of around. Not creepy at all. She's, you know, doing her little narration that pops in yeah. randomly. And, it was very sweet. Uh, 
She lectures yeah, Addie was. on on paying too much attention to her phone. That's right. She life. did, and that was nice. And, and throws it in the and after <laughs> oh out the car. Abby and Dory have their big fight where Dory calls Abby out on her bullshit, mm-hmm. um, and she gets picked up by <laughs> there she is again. She gets picked up by by Joan in the tow truck. Uh, and Joan says, well, what do you really want? You know, do you want the boy or, you know, what do you, what do you really want to happen? And Mm -hmm. she said, I want my best friend back. So realizing that, okay, that's the relationship I care most about. Yeah. It was nice. I did like when she dumped the milkshake on that girl's head. Yeah, I did. Yeah. that was After that girl called her psycho. Yeah. That was a problem. That That was was, badass. Yeah. That was badass. Like that, that whole, she was in a, a toxic relationship. It seemed like. Yeah. So he, she, yeah, that was, that was awesome. She, she was, I think she was right in doing all of what she did. Right. And spoiler alert, she got the cute college guy anyway. Yeah. That she guy's did. way hotter. <laughs> good way hot. Yes. He, he was a good, and a good and guy. sweeter. Yeah. He won't hurt you like that girl. No. He's, he'll be honest with <laughs> he's you. He's a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be honest with his feelings. I did like. Not a boy. <laughs> I think when I started this movie, boy, I thought it was going to end up that, the that Julie and, uh, I mean, Dory. Maddie and Dory, I thought they were going mm. to, since they were friends, I thought it was going to turn out to be, oh, she really loves her best friend and they end yeah. up together and the best friend has a crush on her this whole time, whatever. But I'm glad it didn't go that route. I'm glad it just, they were best friends and that was their relationship. Was and then yeah. Addie had, you know, like this other girl and she liked the guys, but they had this very loving best friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. And I love her speech to Dory saying, you are awesome. You are perfect. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't want you, then that's on them yeah. and you should get everything that you want um so nice yeah <laughs> so, really sweet. so great and then you know they're taking their little selfie and then that the girl walks up that she had her you know basically dory has told her off at this point and said look right you get you have your issues but i'm not gonna be part of it and she comes up to her and then they have a really nice conversation mm-hmm. and the popular girl basically says you are so cool and it's you're intimidatingly cool or something yeah. like that um so it's always it's this great look at how people see you and how totally. you see yourself mm-hmm. as we see ourselves you know we're so hard on ourselves but other people see us very differently That's so true. um so she felt like she had to kind of go be that that she didn't know how her friends were going to react and um, she had to go the opposite way where she was just a total bitch. And it was just really honest, nice conversation. And then they kiss. <laughs> yes. And then in the window behind They're them, like, all her yay. cheerleader friends are like cheering for them. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. It was very sweet. It was so sweet. There's so many of those like just really nice, sweet moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Again. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if there's any more. I didn't look up. Th- so it was directed by Luke Snellen, which is, I'm so sorry about that last name, buddy. That's tough. Snellen. I'm sure he didn't get teased <laughs> at all. And ri- written by Laura Solon, Victoria Strauss, Kay Can- Cannon. Like, I didn't look up any of these people, but I hope they do more because this was such a nice, it looks fun like movie. Kay Cannon, you know what she did? Nope. Pitch Perfect movies. Oh, oh great. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. It looks like there the director has mainly only done shorts and uh, TV episodes. So this looks like his first feature. Well, good job, Luke. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope you yeah, do more well movies done. like well this. Well done, Luke. Um, honestly, it's, it was just fun. And, you know, it, it. this is what sort of inclusion and representation looks like. It's a nice, diverse cast. There's a lot of mm-hmm. different relationships. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot, a lot of people in here that you can relate to. 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in many different levels. So I related to Joan Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy related to That's the, the role foil I'm in lady. now, the old crazy lady that drives around saying, you kids, put their phones down. Even though yeah, I, I can see that. I get that. Yeah. I'm the Joan Cusack. In this um, <laughs> the, one of the parts that made me laugh the hardest was randomly at the end with a guy that, what's his name? He's bringing the keg. He's stolen the keg and he's finally dragging it to yes. the party. Now he's got the, the like wise man Tobin. on. Tobin. And then the two twins that he stole the keg from finally show up and catch him. And they're like, all right. Basically, we're like, we're going to kick your ass now. And he's like, all right, come at me, bro. You want it? He's like, you don't, you don't know me. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. I had a peanut allergy and I beat it. You know how hard that is? See, I thought he said, I, I, I thought, a raccoon or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and I went to therapy. I, I the really therapy. thought for a second you that he said this. some like penis, penis sensitivity. Uh, and then he beat it. I did and too. I thought, and then he said the raccoon thing, and they they mentioned the raccoon thing. I thought he must not have said what I thought he said. They would have really been harping on that. So I'm glad you pointed out it was peanut, peanut, allergy. peanut yeah. sensitivity. Yeah, peanut. Yes. Oh, peanut. See, guys, I thought and he I said beat that it. other thing. You know how hard that is. <laughs> Mo- months of therapy, and he earns our respect because they raccoon. realize he is crazy, and he's wearing this. Right he, when they were hiding out in a church waiting That's for right. the tow truck, uh, this lady thought he was there for the. Uh, like show awesome the danger scene right, thing. Yeah. And so she gave him this cloak of one of the wise men. <laughs> and so he's wearing this wise men cloak for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a really sweet part with him and that girl where they sang uh, the mm-hmm. song together. And like JP is sitting there watching them all sweetly. Like, yeah, oh, he's like, this cute. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he was great. And then I just kept expecting someone to be super mean and underhanded. And it just, Never but they weren't. wasn't they were. really like that. Yeah. So yeah. Other than the, you know, people like the you know, like the the girl that got the thing dumped on her head and sure. the right. that was cheating. Yeah. But whatever. But the main cast. No, they, they could all- have had it like every turn. They could have had those two dudes beat the crap out of him. They could have, right. you know, it was Yeah, like, they right. ended up being like, Oh, cool dude, let's get this beard, let's get this kick tapped and party. Right. <laughs> they ended up having a party at the awful house because the, the, the house. W has fallen down. So it's the awful house. And then they found the W and they fixed it. Yeah. And it was Christmas <laughs> and it lit up. But it was it was a very fun movie. Yeah, you know, fun. it's teenage rom but I like that it was very clean and innocent and very, you know. Hopeful. Very nice. Very Yeah, fun. it was it was hopeful. Yeah. It was very right. hopeful. And nice kids. all the awkwardness that you go through is kind of painfully awkward and just uh, you know, finding who you are, but it was yeah, just Yeah. It was hopeful. good. What's our what's our was it candy cane? Is that how we rate them? Candy rainbows. Cane? Rainbows, Can, sorry. Well, I think said, who said pe- like peppermint rainbows? Like rainbows okay, with Santa rainbows. hats on them or sure. something? We'll and, but they yeah. could have like rain they could be rainbow uh candy canes. True, they those oh, exist. Okay. okay. Rainbow the, candy canes. The fruity ones. I mean What do you give it? Flavored. Fruity flavored. <laughs> <laughs> that throws me off that they're fruity flavored. I don't Yeah, it's, uh, it's I like them though, they're good. They're good. It's a nice change. Yeah. Mm. Uh I'm going to have a 4.5. Wow. Yeah. uh, Little rainbow candy canes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll go 4.5. It's, it's a strong, fun holiday movie. Yeah. I reserve the fives for movies that just completely bowl me over and the highest of the highs as in, I want to watch this again and again. Yeah. But I don't feel like 4.5 is incredibly respectful. We've never given a movie a five, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I gave something a five out of five, but I can't remember what it was now. That's bomb. <laughs> mm, <laughs> no. It was happiest season. I don't, I don't remember you doing I'll a five. Oh, maybe. But... You may have. Maybe you <laughs> did. You might have, yeah. 
Well, guys, this is a good, this is a good, pretty good movie. I think we're, I feel like we're still trying to build up our credibility from what happened with Lesbon. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully this is, you know, this has helped to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tina's right. Like we're, you know, we've talked a lot about relationshipy type movies. So maybe let's pivot a bit for next week. Pivot. Uh, let's talk pivot. about some pivot. Uh, let's each pick an episode of television that is sort of the, the Christmas, the very special Christmas episode of that show. We each pick one and then, then we'll, we'll talk about it next week. What do you guys think? Okay. Should we tell people what we pick so they can watch two if they feel like let's it? Let's do it. Let's do that now. Well, I know what I'm going to pick. Okay. You go. The Winona Earp Christmas in July episode. Yes. From season three. Mm. Excellent. Do you remember which yep. um, one that is? I don't know off the top of my head, but you you guys go ahead and I'll look it up. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll, I'll take the next one. A little show. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Xena, Warrior Princess. What? A Solstice Carol. Is that what it was called? That sounds right. <laughs> we probably should have. Yeah, we are. Clearly so. prepared. I know this name. I knew it. It just sounded funny when I said it. So then I thought, was well, that right? <laughs> but yeah, Solstice Carol. Uh, I, that will be my episode to watch. Excellent. And I'm going to nominate the X-Files episode, season six, episode six, because you guys went first. I had time to look it up. Right, right. Uh, it's called the ghosts. Uh, the ghosts stole Christmas. The ghosts. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again. How <laughs> the ghosts stole. It's a hard thing to say. How the ghosts stole. Is it? Going from ghosts okay. to stole. You say mm. it, Wendy. Smart. How the ghosts stole Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's it feels weird, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Thanks for the backup, buddy. Uh, wow, leaving <laughs> out the dry. So that's that's what I'm picking. I think it's okay. This well, is a nice kind of range of shows that we're talking about. Yeah, and my episode of Winona Earp is if we make it through December, season three, episode six. Excellent. Oh, also episode six. Interesting. Yeah. This is season two, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh, eight, close. nine. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. If it was six, six, six. Yeah. Ooh. No, no it wouldn't. That's bad. That's the opposite of cool. That's horrible. That's what I meant. I would have changed meant, my episode to I meant avoid that. Bad. This is episode nine, season two, A Solstice Carol. Cool. Okay. So we'll each, we're, we're all going to watch those episodes. It's going to be tough for me because, God, Xena and Winona. Ugh. <laughs> hey, is there any scary parts that I should know about in X-Files that are, is going to make me jump? Uh, scary? Kind of, but it's kind of more, it's kind of funny. Like, it gets okay. crazy. It's a little bit of, like, kind of a mind buck, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's Ed Asner right. and Lily Tomlin. It's not like some really horror. It's not scary like some a lot of them. It's more, yeah. There's okay. it's like a, I'd say it's a dark comedy episode. Dark comedy, perfect. Right? Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. If you'd like to comment on any of the things you've heard, by the way, here's my gold cat. I haven't told you this. You know the transatlantic accent that that Hollywood stars used in the old days of movies. Yes, and that's how Madonna talks too. Yes, and Madonna. <laughs> yes. I'd like to bring that back. I love it. My new goal. Should we Bring all? That back are are to we the all going to do American that? Speak. Do what? Are we all going to do it or just you? You don't have to. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do it well. Oh, okay. I'm just starting. <laughs> I've learned very valuable lessons in how to speak in the transatlantic accent. So I'm going hey, to do doll. my best. Hey, how do you do? Are you doing how it? Do you do? <laughs> are you doing it now? Is that what that is? That's what that okay. is. Got it. Badly. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on the Twitter. Pronounce, pronunciation of T's is vital to this. If you'd like to follow us on the Twitter, you can find us at Snopodcast 1D. So classy. And on the Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to She Nerds Out. And uh, now I'm going British. 
Yeah. See, it's hard, it's hard to it's go hard. line line. It's right? a combination of both. Yeah. Like who who talks like that? Old movie stars. Okay. I'm trying to Back like in the day. Trying... There's instructions online. You can find oh, videos. Okay. You in like I'm trying when to you channel say butter, someone. you yeah. pronounce the T. I would like some butter. Butter. Okay. As opposed to British who says, I'd like some butter. Butter. Or AK's American hate us. Butter. 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 Yeah, AK's going to love it's that. It's going to take practice. <laughs> butter. Butter. And like, to- ooh, like if you say, I like that tune. You don't say tune. I like that tune. Tune. The tune. tune. It's a lovely tune. Perfectly yes. splendid. <laughs> Perfectly splendid. Uh, you can send that email <laughs> to shedreadsout <laughs> at gmail.com. Sorry, AK. Do yes, always apologize. Basic. We should just always apologize to AK, no matter True. what. At the end of every episode. True. Do you enjoy the snop? Have you have you been just completely fixated to your ear holes this whole hour and some odd minutes? Because sounds painful. The snop is what you've been looking for your entire life. Well, you're in luck. Wow. Because we snop every week, and you can join us every week by subscribing to this podcast. And what's what's uh, helpful to us is if you leave a review and give us a rating it helps us a lot but anyways if you subscribe we'll show up in your 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 phone every week you don't have to do anything it's so easy no we're just there just there waiting we're, we're, we're waiting for you every tuesday morning <laughs> not in a creepy way that sounds frightening <laughs> <laughs> well <sighs> ladies mm. Let's wrap this up. I have Christmas presents to wrap in the other room, which isn't really another room. It's connected to this room. (laughs) Nonetheless, I have presents to wrap. So on that note, She Nerds, out. Out. Happy Hanukkah. She Nerds, out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Dirty things. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do?